running up the score. You're listening to the Running Up the Score podcast. Now here's your host, Jerry Napoleonello. Super Bowl 57 is here. This is Saturday, February 11th, the day before the Eagles and the Chiefs go at it for the last game of the 2022-2023 season in the NFL. There's a lot to get into this game. You know, obviously, this is a game that everybody watches. It's it's not just some random sports event. Like, this is the event. This is the game that, even if you're not a football fan, you're watching somewhat of this game. And to be, you know, obviously, this is the biggest betted on gambled on game of the year and I'm here for it so I'm going to get into a lot of different betting trends um for this this game uh you know it's just going to be random stats uh that I'm just going to keep rolling 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 um I'm going to get into some trends. I'm going to get into some prop bets that obviously everybody loves to bet on. Uh, I'm going to get into a preview of the game itself. Uh, And then we got some uh, releases in the hobby. I want to get into that towards the end. But we'll start off. Let's get into some betting trends. Actually, you know what? We'll start with the props because, you know, uh, through the betting trends, uh, we'll bring up even more props. But... Uh, you know, I'm from New York, so I'm in the New York area and I found out, which is pretty interesting that I don't know if, if you could have, you know, at whatever point, I mean, I guess you could have, because if you were betting prior to last year, you were doing it illegally, but states like New York have banned betting on player individual awards. And that's for any sport. You know, the MVP is a voted on individual award. So it is banned in those areas. So there's a couple of areas. um, And it says, as per the rules and regulations governing New York online sports betting, bets can't be placed on any award, NBA MVP, MLB Cy Young, Heisman Trophy, etc., that requires a vote to determine that winner. Don't expect to see the MVP prop bet on any of your uh, sports books, FanDuel, DraftKings, um, Caesars, whatever you use, you're not going to see that. And Or you find out the hard way like I did. I was trying to look for it. I'm looking to, to make you know, Travis Kelsey the, the MVP. Obviously, that uh, I can't do that now. Uh, basically, it's an integrity issue. The voters can see conceivably collude to determine the winner. Obviously, uh, but according to Fox, which is hosting the game this year, thirty-second spots, and this is for the commercials. Thirty-second spots are being sold for seven, six to seven million dollars. Thirty seconds. 
And being in the New York area, obviously, we just found out that the New York Mets have, um, you know, got a spot in the commercials, which is crazy. So let's get into uh, some betting trends. So in the history of the NFL, uh, just six quarterbacks who led the NFL in passing yards have also played in the Super Bowl, and that's including Dan Marino, Kurt Warner, Rich Gannon, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning. They are 0-6. Wagerers should also know that in five of those six Super Bowls, the quarterback who led the league in passing yards was also on the favored team. Again, all of them lost on the field, and none of their teams covered. Uh, The one game where the quarterback's team was an underdog, the Miami Dolphins plus three, they were smoked by uh, the 49ers, 38-16. to 16. So none of the six beat the spread. Since 2000, NFL MVPs who have appeared in the Super Bowl have been winless, 0-8. Patrick Mahomes did win the NFL MVP. Much like the teams which fielded the NFL's passing yardage leader, none of the teams with an NFL MVP beat the spread in any of those eight Super Bowl contests. That includes Kurt Warner, Rich Gannon, Sean Alexander, Tom Brady in two Super Bowls, Peyton Manning in two Super Bowls, Cam Newton, and Matt Ryan. It also should be noted that 10 players have won both the MVP and the Super Bowl in the same season, but it has yet to happen since Warner did it in 1999. Coincidentally, the team that had the league MVP and also went to the Super Bowl from 1966 to 1999 had a perfect 10-0 record in the big game. Those teams also went 8-0-2 against the spread, so the trend favored teams with MVP winners. So it's a flip-flop since 1990, uh, 1999. Prior to that, they were 10-0. Since then, they're 0-8. Some other trends that uh, might favor the Chiefs, including 18 of the last 22, uh, 21 teams wearing white uniforms winning the Super Bowl. But Mahomes does have a pair of pretty interesting and recent trends going against him in this next matchup. Betters in the U.S. are expected to legally wager nearly $1.175 billion on the Eagles and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, which would mark the first billion-dollar game in the country uh, the country has ever seen. Last year's matchup between the Rams and the Bengals drew an estimated $957 million in total wagers. So there's that. Now, uh, with some different, basically, you know, trends. Um, Patrick Mahomes is 7-1-1 against the spread. He's 87, that's at 87.5% as an underdog in his career. The best win percentage as an underdog since the merger um, and as of right now, Mahomes is still the underdog, and we're almost 24 hours away from the game, so it'll be interesting to see if that line moves again. Um, it'll also prevent him, if he does close as the underdog, it will prevent him from tying Peyton Manning's record streak, which was 14, as a betting favorite in the playoffs in Super Bowl history. Now, this line, as I said, moved. Um, Basically, the trend is saying follow the line movement in the Super Bowl. 18 times 
in the Super Bowl history, the line has moved one and a half or more from opening to closing. The team's direction that the line moves towards is 16 and 2 straight up and is 14 and 4 against the spread. The two losses were Super Bowl 48, the Broncos against the uh, the uh, Broncos Seahawks and Super Bowl 25 Bills and the Giants. Um, last year in the Super Bowl, the Rams won 23-20 but failed to cover the four and a half spread, giving the cover to the Bengals. Entering the game, Super Bowl winners with a spread of six or less had been 28-0 and against the spread. Now entering uh, Super Bowl 57, this one, 21 Super Bowls have had a spread of four or fewer. The straight-up winner has covered all 21. 11 favorites straight up. And 10 dogs straight up. Um, here's some Super Bowl history betting stuff. Um, the favorites straight up are 36 and 20. Against the spread, they're 27, 27, and 2. Straight up, obviously, the Super Bowl winners are 56 and 0. Obviously. And I have a really I I, I have a hunch that they're gonna stay undefeated straight up, the Super Bowl winner. 57 and all. Um, against the spread, 47 and 7 and 2 were the Super Bowl winners. The favorites, the one seed versus the one seed, 7 and 6 straight up, 7 and 6 against the spread. The Chiefs are 2 and 2 straight up against uh, in the Super Bowl. They're 2 and 2 against the spread in the Super Bowl. The Eagles are 1 and 2 in the Super Bowl. And against the spread, they're 2 and 1. Now, the over unders. Um, the totals in Super Bowl history, over 26, 28 under, one push. Totals of 50 or more, three over, nine under, one push. And in the last 10 years, there's five overs and five unders. The Chiefs are 0-3 and three with the over-under, so they're under the three times. And in, their fir- in Super Bowl one, there was no over-under, so... Um, the Eagles, in their Super Bowls, they had one over and two unders. Um, and then some individual stats, uh, betting stats, basically. Patrick Mahomes, this year, was 7-12 and against the spread. He was 16-3 and straight up. His career, he's 48-43-2 and against the spread and 74-19 and straight up. And his playoff career, he's eight and five against the spread and ten and three straight up. Jalen Hurts, on the other hand, 2022, he was ten and seven against the spread and sixteen and one straight up. In his career, he's 19, 17, and one against the spread. He's 25 and 12 straight up. And then in the playoffs, he's two and one against the spread, two and one straight up. The public sides are ten and nine straight up. Against this and against the spread since 2004, for the first time since 2010 and 11, the public side had lost against the spread in consecutive Super Bowls. The public side last lost three straight between 2005 to 2007 with the Patriots, the Seahawks, and the Bears. Um, <clears throat> the team that has closed with the higher spread handle percentage has predicted five of the past six Super Bowls, the Chiefs 
against the Bucks was the only loss. Overall in the Super Bowl in Super Bowl history, the under is 11 and 8 in 19 Super Bowls. The over has received public support 15 in those 19 games. The over is just 6 and 9. The Super Bowl total has only closed with the majority of the tickets on the under three times in the Bet Labs dis- uh, database 2004, 2012 and 2014. The under is just 1 and 2. Um, we have the Chiefs. So this is team trends now. So the Chiefs, the Chiefs entering entered the playoffs six and eleven. That's a thirty-five point three percent in the fifty-six hist- uh, fifty-six year history of the Super Bowl. No team has won the Super Bowl with less than forty percent against the spread win percentage entering the playoffs. The previous team went zero and three straight up. Worst. Against the spread teams to make the Super Bowl, the 2004 Panthers that were 6-10 with a 37.5 percentage. The 1980 Rams, they were 5-10-1 against the spread. That's a 33.3%. The Vikings are were uh, the 1977 Vikings, 5-8-1 and and against the spread, and that was a 38.5%. The Chiefs have won seven consecutive games straight up entering the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs are the eighth team in the past 20 years to enter the Super Bowl on at least a seven-game straight-up winning streak. Those teams are 5-3 and three straight up, 4-4 four and four against the spread. All eight games had a team on the streak winning the game or the margin four points or less. The Chiefs entered 2019-20 Super Bowl on an eight-game win streak and beat the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Chiefs defense helping Mahomes. The Chiefs' defense has allowed 20 points or fewer in three consecutive games. When the Kansas City defense gets hot, watch out. The Mahomes, uh, Mahomes basically, and the Chiefs are 17-2 and two straight up after allowing 20 points or fewer in consecutive games, winning 10 in a row dating back to 2020. The Chiefs, if they close as an underdog, the Chiefs' streak of 15 consecutive playoff games as a favorite would come to an end. That's the longest streak in Super Bowl history, or in the Super Bowl era. Um, the Chiefs would be favored in their 16th straight playoff game, the longest streak if they close as a favorite, obviously. The longest streak in Super Bowl era. Um, the Their last playoff game as an underdog would be 2016 Divisional against the Patriots, and that was Alex Smith versus Tom Brady. Uh, the Patriots won that game. <clears throat> The Chiefs and the Bengals was a rematch of last year's AFC title game. In the Super Bowl era, this was the seventh time two franchises met in at least two straight conference championships. The winner of the rematch is 7-1 in the Super Bowl. The only loss was the 1987 Broncos. The Chiefs got revenge on the Bengals in the rematch. Obviously, we saw that last week. That's the only... That's only the fourth time that's happened. The team team loses first, wins the second. Those three teams are 3-0 and straight up in the Super Bowl. Now, on to the Eagles. The Eagles were 25-1 to to win, win it all in the preseason, which ranked 13th in the NFL behind the te- teams like the Colts, Broncos, and Rams. Over the four, past 40 years, the Eagles... At 25 to 1 odds would be the seventh highest odds to win the Super Bowl. 
Eagles have allowed just seven points in consecutive games. Uh, that's 14 in total entering the Super Bowl. Teams to allow less than 14 points in consecutive games entering the Super Bowl since 2000. The Eagles, the 2018 Eagles, won. The 2003 Bucks won. And 2001 Giants and the Ravens. On the, rec- uh, on the road, in the Super Bowl, the Eagles will be playing their first game away from home since they faced the Cowboys uh, the day before Christmas. Exactly 50 days to the day of Super Bowl 56, 57. Uh, Eagles were the eighth team to play their fourth consecutive home game entering a conference championship in last in the last 20 years. Those teams are now 7-1 and one straight up. The only loss, the 2019 Saints versus the Rams. Those previous six teams to win in the conference championship after a home streak went at an even after the home streak went an even three and three straight up and against the spread in the Super Bowl. The Eagles are 14 and five against the first half spread. Uh, the most profitable first half against the spread team this season. The Eagles are 16 and three in a six point teaser this season tied for the second best record in the NFL behind the Chargers at 16 and two. Eagles have had uh, have eight total sacks in the playoffs, bringing their total to 78 on the season, the third most sacks for any team in a single season since the merger in 1970. The most sacks in a season all time includes the Bears, the 1984 Bears with 82, the 1985 Bears with 80, and now the 19 uh, the 2022 Eagles with 78 sacks. Since the merger, nine teams have recorded 65-plus sacks as a team in the regular season. Eagles are the first of those nine to make the Super Bowl. So that should give you a little uh, heads up on what sacks really mean to a Super Bowl team. Under Andy Greed, the Chiefs are 3-0 and straight up and against the spread versus the Eagles. There are three games, 2013, 2017, and 2021. Uh, Andy Reid is now in his fourth Super Bowl appearance. This is Nick Sirianni's first. So we'll see if experience uh, comes in play in this one. Referee trends. This is what I wanted to get into before we move on to the actual preview of this game. The lead official for the Super Bowl 57 will be Carl Sheffers. Um, So here's a few trends for him. Uh, His playoff record, the under is 11-1 in Sheffer's 12 playoff games, going under the total by 12.9 points per game. In that same span, all other referees are 76-80-2 to the under in the playoffs. The super, uh, This will be Sheffer's third Super Bowl as a lead official. The spread in this one so far is still a point and a half for the Eagles. Um, 2021... They, he was the ref for the Bucks and Chiefs. The Chiefs were the minus three favorite. Tampa Bay, they won 31-9 with 15 penalties. 2017, he was the Falcons and the Patriots referee too. The Patriots were favored minus three. New England won that game 34-28. Obviously, we know the 28-3. That was the 28-3 game. There was 13 penalties called in that one. Since the 2019 playoffs, Sheffers has been on been the lead official 
in six playoff games. He's 6-0 and to the under, going under the total by 14.5 points per game. Since 2019, Sheffers has leaned to the dog with underdogs 42, 24, and 2 against the spread. That's a 63.6%. $100 better would be up 15.06, the most profitable ref to the dog of 21 referees. The history with the Chiefs and the Eagles. Sheffers has refereed 23 total Chiefs games. The Chiefs are 16 and 7 straight up, 13 and 10 against the spread, 18 and 2 straight up, 30 uh, and then 8 and 2 straight up and 3 and 7 against the spread with Mahomes. Sheffers has refereed 14 total Eagles games. Philly is 6 and 8 straight up, 5 and 9 against the spread and 1 and 0 and 0-1 straight up and against the spread with Hurts. And that was week 18 against the Giants game, basically. So, there you have it. Those are the trends. Obviously, everybody loves the props. There's, there's. Uh, I mean, I could go on for days with the prop bets. Um, but let's get into the game. Let's get into uh, my analysis on the game. All right, we have this game, basically, to me... The key is protecting Patrick Mahomes. And I think we forget, okay? Because, I, I mean, everybody is on the Eagles. Everybody is, is I mean, I just watched the the, uh, the show Speak or whatever it is, Speak for Yourself. And literally, Emmanuel Acho just named every single player on the Eagles straight, uh, you know, starting lineup. And just made everybody sit, call them a beast. Everybody is picking the Eagles. And I think I think we're discrediting the Chiefs here. This team is no slouch. They've been to five straight AFC championships. They've been to three Super Bowls. I, I mean, it's like, why... It's getting to a point where it's like... You know, nobody wanted to bet against Tom Brady because no matter what, Tom Brady made you eat your words. I mean, we're we're starting to see that early in, in his career with Patrick Mahomes. Why are people so quick to bet against Patrick Mahomes here? It's crazy to me. This team, okay, everybody talks about, you know, the pass rush that the Eagles have, this, that... We can't forget that the the Kansas City Chiefs have a top five offensive line as well. I think Patrick Mahomes was like top five in fewest sacks taken. We can't just let that go past, okay? They they already said that he's feeling better. His ankle's feeling better. It's feeling. You know, I heard Andy Reid said it's as close to 100% as he can get. Um, Patrick Mahomes also said that he feels so much better going into this game than he did uh, um, uh, in the AFC Championship. It's going to come down to, you know, keeping Patrick Mahomes upright, keeping him safe in the pocket, and then on the defensive side, it's going to come to 
Chris Jones getting in Jalen Hurts' face. And I mean, honestly, as listen, the secondary for the Chiefs, not great. But I think you have a good chance of winning this game if you put the ball in Jalen Hurts' arm. If they stop the run, this is going to be a long game for the Eagles. You know, outside of Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Jalen Hurts, and probably A.J. Brown, the guys that need to have a big game for their teams to win. For the Chiefs, I feel as though Chris Jones and Isaiah Pacheco need to have a big game. And then for the Eagles, Hassan Reddick, obviously, if if Hassan Reddick's having a good game, it's bad for the Chiefs. So Hassan Reddick and the offensive line needs to play well for the Eagles to win. Because if the Eagles if the Eagles offensive line is playing well, that means they're running the ball well. And if Hassan Reddick is playing well, that means the Chiefs aren't protecting Patrick Mahomes. So that's the recipe for, you know, what each team needs from their big players. But I mean when you look at this this matchup, okay? You have Andy Reid against Nick Sirianni. I like experience. I like what I get out of Andy Reid. So I'm going to pick Andy Reid over Nick Sirianni. Don't get me wrong, though. Nick Sirianni has done very well this year. I think what they've done um, with this team, they've adapted through games. So, yes, I will say that. they What Sirianni has done with this team through games has been pretty remarkable. The fact that he wasn't a finalist for Coach of the Year and then Brian Dable ended up winning was ridiculous. Um, But that's not here nor there. Patrick Mahomes, obviously, I'm taking over Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders and Isaiah Pacheco, I kind of have that as a push. Miles Sanders, uh, after, like, I mean, he did have a great season. 11 touchdowns. you know, compared to his last season where he had won, basically. Uh, it, it was a big difference. But Isaiah Pacheco and Miles Sanders, I'm going to say is a push because Miles Sanders is not the best running back in the league. So that's that. Travis Kelsey, like, leaps and bounds over Dallas Goddard. I'll say the Eagles' offensive line over the Chiefs. And honestly, I'm going to say the Eagles' defensive line and the Chiefs' defensive line is a push. As now I'm going to hear it from everybody. Yeah, that's crazy. But the Chiefs are second in the league. Second or third in the league in sacks right behind the Eagles. So let's not get too crazy. This defensive line knows how to get to the quarterback. And then I'll take the Eagles' secondary over the Chiefs' secondary, obviously. The, the special teams... If Butker gets to his, like, where he was last year or the years prior, because this year he struggled after getting hurt. But he's starting to find his stride again. So I'm going to say it's a push right now, but usually I would say the Chiefs special teams over the Eagles. So right there, it's a good matchup, these two teams. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a tight game. 
But to me, like, I mean, it's a little crazy for you to just automatically say the Eagles are, you know, the team that we should be, like, totally picking. You know, Mahomes doesn't have bad games. His worst game this season probably qualifies as an average game for most quarterbacks. The Eagles' defense has been really good, obviously, but they haven't been tested against a very good quarterback, or a great quarterback, actually, I should say. I mean, we we can't forget Week 16. Dak Prescott threw for 347 passing yards, and the Cowboys put 40 up on this defense. And I'm going to say that the Chiefs' offense is better than the Cowboys' offense, being they were number one in the league. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on the limb, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes is better than Dak. Much better than Dak, actually. So, let's not, like, you know, discredit what we're getting out of this Chiefs team. You know, this is this is a team that the last Super Bowl that they were in, they lost. You know, and at that time, the reason that they lost was because the Bucks' defensive line destroyed the Chiefs' offensive line and got in Mahomes' face all game long. They put nine points up. But after that year, everything that the Chiefs did was to fix what, that, what they saw in that Super Bowl loss. Andy Reid, after a bye, we all know, is unbelievable. Again, another reason why we can't discredit this Chiefs team. This Chiefs team has been the best team, at least in the AFC. I, I, I'll, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to say that the Eagles were the best team. Obviously, I know record-wise they were. But I mean, if you really, really look at who they played, I mean, come on. We can't discredit their schedule this year. We can't. It's like, I mean, I, I'm I'm going to just try to pull it up and I'm going to bring up who, who their quarterbacks were. All right. Giants, Daniel Jones. New Orleans. And they lost to New Orleans, by the way. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, they did lose to New Orleans. Uh, Jameis Winston. Dallas. Actually, no, that wasn't... This is the, the end of the, the... I'll start at the beginning. Jared Goff. Kirk Cousins in prime time. Washington had Carson Wentz. Terrible. Jacksonville, before they even really got close to what they were at the end of the season. So, Trevor Lawrence. Arizona, Kyler Murray. 
Dallas, da- well, actually, at that time, it was Cooper Rush. Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett. Houston, Davis Mills. Washington, Taylor Heineke, and they lost that game. Indy, Matt Ryan, and they only won by one. Green Bay, not a good team this year. So I'll say Aaron Rodgers, but still Aaron Rodgers put up 33 against them. Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill, at, nah, was it at that time? Let's see, Ryan Tannehill probably. I think this was before he got hurt. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. So this is before he got hurt. Ryan Tannehill. Giants, Daniel Jones. Chicago is Chicago with Justin Fields. But still, Chicago put 20 points up. They lost to Dak, who put 40 points up on them. New Orleans, they lost to, who was the the quarterback? Andy Dalton. Come on. And then Daniel Jones again. So, I, I mean, not great quarterbacks, first off. Second, I mean, look at these teams. I'll go right now. Detroit didn't make the playoffs. Minnesota made the playoffs terrible. Washington didn't make the playoffs. Jacksonville made the playoffs, but were a different team at the end of the season. Arizona didn't make the playoffs. Dallas made the playoffs. Pittsburgh didn't make the playoffs. Houston didn't make the playoffs. Washington didn't make the playoffs. Indy didn't make the playoffs. Packers didn't make the playoffs. Tennessee didn't make the playoffs. Giants made the playoffs. Chicago didn't make the playoffs. Dallas made the playoffs. New Orleans didn't make the playoffs, and the Giants made the playoffs. So really, the teams that they played that made the playoffs were two teams in their division and two other teams. That's it. They weren't tested at all, all season long. But I'm not discrediting what we see with the Eagles. The Eagles, I I mean, they... They have stars at every, almost every position. They do. But you know what? Talent on paper doesn't win you Super Bowls. Trust me, as a Cowboys fan, I know that. Otherwise, the Cowboys would have a lot more Super Bowls. So this game's going to come down to putting pressure on Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes. What coach outcoaches the other? And who stays healthy? That's that's really what it's going to come down to. If the Chiefs are able to run the ball again, because the Eagles are a team that you could run the ball against, It's going to be a tough game for the Eagles. But if the Eagles do run the ball well, which we've seen mostly all season long, it's going to be a long long game for the Chiefs. I like the chances for the Chiefs if Jalen Hurts has to throw the ball. Because let's not, you know, let this go past. The Eagles, the times that they did try to throw the ball in the 49ers game, he was not good. Again, he threw for 120 yards. Not that he had to throw a lot, 
but threw for 120 yards. And the domination of the Eagles against the 49ers came out to 0.2 yards per drive. For Actually, per, per play. So it's, I'm excited. Uh, I'm I'm pumped to to watch this game. I think this is a good matchup. I think it's going to be a good game. And honestly, I hope I win money. And I would love to see the Eagles lose. Obviously, Eagles fans have been like killing me on TikTok lately, and I think it's pretty funny. But it's it's getting to the point where do you really feel comfortable betting against Patrick Mahomes? And put this put this into consideration, all right? If you take the Eagles over the Chiefs, you're betting on Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni outplaying and outcoaching Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. That's that's all I have to say. But this one's going to be a good one. We'll move into some uh, upcoming releases in the hobby. We got on the day of the 15th, the day after... Valentine's Day, hopefully everybody gets what their significant other wants. We have 2022 Panini Don Russ football. That's coming in at $250. It's 18 packs, 10 cards per pack. In the box break, you'll get one auto, one mem, 18 rated rookies, 12 parallels, 42 inserts, one base slash rookie no name, two short Short prints, super short prints, inserts per case, four optic rated rookies per case, two base rookie canvas per case, two base variations per case. You'll have inserts, including Road to the Super Bowl, Champ is here, fans of the game, Power Plus, Jersey Kings, and many more. You're going to be hunting for the Super Short Print Hobby Only Insert, Super Bowl Downtown, Gridiron Marvels, Night Moves, and Rated Rookie Premium. Only found on Hobby Boxes, look for a memorabilia card that parallel cards that parallel the autographs to autographs from sets that include Jersey Kings, Leather Kings, Rookie Phenom Jersey autographs, Canton Kings, and All Pro Kings as well. Also, in two uh, two days after that, we will have. Actually, no, the same day we will have the 2021-2022 Panini Mosaic Fast Break. That's going to come in at three hundred and thirty dollars. That's twelve packs, twelve cards per pack. In the box break, you'll get one auto, eleven prisms, five inserts, and one rookie variation.
So you'll also be chasing Fast Break Exclusive Mosaic Fast Break Silver, Fast uh, Mosaic Fast Break Blue, that's number to 85. You'll get a Mosaic Fast Break Purple, that's number to 50. Mosaic Fast Break Pink, that's number to 20. Mosaic Fast Break Gold, that's number to 10. And the One of a Kind, Mosaic Fast Break Black, that's a one of one. Uh, you'll, you'll find some autographs, Fast Break Gold, to 10 and you'll get the fast break black one of one with the autos. Um, also you'll have some inserts that you could find mo- uh, moments in time, Stairmasters, rising stars, introductions and montage. Then two days later on the 17th, we'll be getting tops series one, 2023 top series one hobby and jumbo. The hobby will come in at $90, 24 packs, with 14 cards per pack. The jumbo will come in at 160 and that's 10 packs, 46 cards per pack. So starting off here, the box hobby boxes contain 24 packs and deliver one auto or relic per uh, per box and then the uh, the jumbo boxes gets 10 packs and it'll deliver three hits including at least one autograph card. Then we have 2022-2023 Panini Donruss Basketball. I think this is the first 2023 product that we'll get. So the so it comes in two boxes. You'll have an Elite that will come in at $300, and you'll have a Choice that comes in $400. Elite is 20 packs with 8 cards per pack. The Choice is 1 pack, 10 cards per pack. So with the Elite, in the box break, you'll get two autographs, 16 inserts slash parallels, and two base rookies. You're looking for popular status and aspirations die cut parallels. Um, you'll also look for the super short print lenticular cards in the following sets. Dimensions, next up, and the newest insert, Titleists. Uh, these ultra rare inserts will be hard to miss. Uh, also searching for new breed autographs and for the returning autograph sets impact impressions rookie yearbook autographs and turn of the century signatures <clears throat> then uh with oh this is elite so now with the choice in the box break you'll get two autos three exclusive parallels and five exclusive rated rookies looking for um Base choice red, numbered to 99. Base choice blue, numbered to 49. Base choice gold, numbered to 10. Base, base choice black, numbered to 8. Base choice black, oh, black gold, numbered to 8. And then your base choice black, numbered to 1. And base choice dragon. Uh, you also have the exclusive rated rookies in rated rookies choice. That's rated rookies choice red, numbered to 99. Blue, numbered to 49. Gold, numbered to 10. Black gold number to eight and black number to one and rated rookie choice dragon. And then last but not least on the 17th, we also get 22, 23 Panini prism collegiate draft picks basketball. That's coming in at $200, four packs, 10 cards per pack. And we will have here. Oh, they, they have the manga. That's, that's cool. So they'll have the manga insert. Um, 
You have this year's National Pride insert. Favorite rookies and uh, rookies, stars and legends, um, standing in front of the nation's flag. Then we also have the color blast and stained glass, and it's a hundred card base set. And really, that will do it for the Super Bowl episode of Running Up the Score. Hey, listen, after this, the this game basically. Next up is, you know, the team episodes. So if you want to take over your team, you want to talk about your team on the podcast, let me know. At R-U-T-S Sports on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can go to the website, rutsports.com. You can also email us, rutsports at gmail.com. If you want to join, you let me know what team, you let me know when, and we'll get it popping. But that will do it. Hopefully, every, hopefully every everybody wins their boxes if you got them, wins bets if you got them, and has a good time. Uh, be safe out there for the Super Bowl. That will do it. I'm Jerry. Let's go, Chiefs. Be breezy. Be breezy. And it is all over. You've been listening to Running Up the Score. We run up the score on sports radio.